everyone. Welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 5th. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Yes, welcome on everyone to the podcast. Uh, I like our setup today. It's a little bit uh, like pirate radio. Yeah, we had to do it on location. Yeah, we're at our parents' place. We're using like old handheld mics. So our very beginning setup right now. Right, yeah. Which is kind of like good and nostalgic because this is kind of like our three-year anniversary. Is it really? Is it yeah. what, on the dot? Well, the first week of October. I remember that. Yeah, it was October. I remember specifically it feeling spooky. <laughs> so what a way to kick it off by going back to like old equipment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Retro, right? Uh, Yeah, man, three years. I didn't think we would last one year. That's right. We're uh, we're toddler now, three years old. Mm-hmm. Out of the terrible twos. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Like our baby teeth are falling out now? Falling out, getting in real adult dentures. Yeah. I'm, I, why do people even brush their baby teeth? Do they? I don't remember doing that. Really? <laughs> They just fell out and I ate them. <laughs> did you believe in the tooth fairy? I did. I felt like, uh, well, I believed in money and I, I wanted that. I was like, you didn't care where it came from. I didn't even know. Tooth fairy is my best friend, but like you're stopping at my, my baby teeth. Come on, keep did, them going. Did you really do it? Like you put your tooth under your pillow? I did. Yeah. And that's where the money kept flowing in. Like $1, but $2 bill. It's no balling. way. Yeah. I, there's times where I got coins. Wait, was this all chocolate coins? No, there it was like two quarters and we're like, not worth it. Yeah. They're like, oh. These, these t- baby teeth are gross. Forget these. Um, did you ever do any like weird tricks to pull out like a loose tooth? I did the um, I uh, rub around your cute baby rope? tooth. Wow! And then uh, a steel girder. I tied it to it. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, close the door, make make my tooth fall out. Mm. And I actually think it never worked. Like, it kind of stayed there. Like, it didn't work. It wasn't the loose. The doorknob broke off? I, <laughs> I was, uh, I think I was doing the trick too early. My, like. Oh, it wasn't loose enough. It wasn't loose enough yet. And uh, so, I think my tooth kind of hurt at that point because yeah. I yanked on it, but it wasn't ready yet. I forgot who it was. It was either um, our mom or our aunt. Because okay. I was like, my tooth is loose. And she's like, oh, let me see. And I was like, I opened my mouth. Uh-huh. And she's like, which one? And I pointed. And then she just pulled it out. Like, it- put her hand in my mouth and yanked it out. Now I'm not going to get paid for this? Is that what it was? <laughs> she was like, oh yeah, it is loose. <laughs> Let me take that for you. Were you were you pissed? Were you angry? Or like, well, whatever. No, because it wasn't my first falling out tooth. Okay. You weren't scared. Yeah. So I was like, I was kind of glad to get it over with. Oh, Because okay. I hate that period where like, you're constantly just wiggling your tooth with your tongue. You do? I, I think it's kind of funny. It's kind of like, no, I'm falling apart. Like- <laughs> I wish teeth would just constantly do that. Like every couple of years, you just get new teeth. Like a shark? Like you're a Is shark? Is that how sharks work? Yeah, they have like ro- their whole teeth, their whole sets of teeth fall out, not just one tooth at a time. Yeah. Right? That, and oh, they have, really? Yeah. And it's like multiple times in a lifetime. Like their jaw just comes off. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, just like how? Like, <laughs> oh, their whole mouth. Basically, their whole mouth falls out. Like it's like old person dentures. Mm. I believe. I just pulling this out. Yeah. I wish teeth were like that. Like, why? Every three to five years, your teeth will, because then you get new teeth. Like, right. And you're lazy. Cleaner. <laughs> they're sharper because uh, my teeth are not sharp. <laughs> they're dull now. They're pretty dull now. Yeah. Jeez. You Sharpen get... your teeth. Well, who's your teeth sharpener? <laughs> But uh, like like nails, like nails grow, your hair grows. Why doesn't your teeth like constantly grow like a rodent? Well, yeah, you got to file them down sometimes. You're not doing that? <laughs> um, are you going to just go straight dentures when you're like at that age? Oh, yeah. I'm going to try and uh, hold it out. See if I can keep real teeth. Keep all my teeth forever. But, you know, mm-hmm. I'm my teeth are pretty yellow because of oh. all the coffee I drink. So I don't know if it's yeah. going to happen. I don't I'm know. I'm going to go uh, 60th birthday. Yank them all out. Let's get a new set. You th- <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? You don't want to deal with it or? Um, 
one, they'll be cleaner. Well, those are going to get dirty eventually. And if I know you. Yeah, but you know how easy it is to clean? They just put them in a cup with like Alka-Seltzer. That's true. <laughs> Leave them out overnight. Yeah. I know you and you're not even going to do that. Uh, yeah, probably not. And then when they're bad, get another set. Wow. Upgrade. You can get like gold ones. You can get like silver ones. Now we're talking vampire teeth <laughs> there ones. You go. All vampire teeth. It's uh, seasonal. I'm like a shark. <laughs> we're going to have uh, Christopher teeth in the museum. You never had braces, huh? No. Actually, I was talking about this the other day with someone. Like, I uh, never needed them. Yeah. Well, I got a suggestion in uh, adulthood. Like, my dentist was like, maybe you just prosthetically, if you just want to have uh, braces, you could now in your, well, in your for 20s. No, for no reason? Well, because I have a gap in my teeth. Oh, I but it was like, if you want them, you just get them. Just for aesthetic. Yeah. No, it, it's like, I have a gap in my front teeth, but... I think it's needed, though. It's not, not necessary. You're not Michael Strahan. Exactly. The the dentist specifically said, like, you don't need... Like, it's just if you want really street teeth. Like, you're Where planning on modeling. It? It's just the front two teeth would have braces? That, not your whole mouth? Tiny little ones? Because I remember when I had braces. Yeah. And um, you don't know this whole step because you never had them. But I think it's every three months, they would have to replace the rubber bands in them. Rubber keep band? them tight to, you know, get them aligned. Is it really, like, plastic rubber bands or the yeah. metal rubber bands? No, they're plastic, but they're very tiny, like almost like the size you use to like braid hair. Okay. Also yeah. something you've never done. No, I never had long hair. You have long hair now. Yeah. Um. But the cool thing about the rubber bands is you could theme them because they have different colors. What are you talking about? Like what, a rainbow? Yeah. So like if I was getting them now this season, it'd be like black and orange. Hey, gross. <laughs> it's just going to look like you have like black and like you have like straight up Halloween teeth right now. Yeah. Like it's going to- Have seen that on like uh, kids you went to school with? No, I'm not looking inside people's mouths. You don't even really know what braces look like, huh? Well, nowadays it's Invisalign is the hot, hotness. Yeah, people have that. People have that in their old age now because right. they're like, I have nobody impressed, and mm. I could have my teeth straightened. And it's like just it's also part of the day. It's not the whole day. I, why didn't they have that when I was a kid? You didn't deserve it. You guys didn't deserve it. I, you didn't work I for went it. full like medieval grill. Like right. Let me ask now. Do you have straight teeth? No, because the reason why yeah is I didn't wear the retainer. Wow. You just gave up. Full stop. No one really. Uh, first off, I was a child, so no one really explained the whole process and what is happening after the braces. They just thought I knew. I'm like, I'm a child. I don't know this stuff. I didn't go to dental school. You didn't talk to your dentist? You didn't get the, the whole the, diagnosis what you got to do? The, they always like talk to the parent. And the parent didn't tell you. As if I'm listening in the room. Yeah. Like, talk to me. I'm the one that needs to do it. Yeah. And you just did, did not wear them anymore? Your retainer? No, because I didn't like them, right? Because it was the kind that's like, uh, it's like plastic with a metal frame. Yeah, in the back. Yeah. And I was like, this sucks, right? And then- uh, Were they worse than their braces, the actual braces? Because they're not they're not permanent, right? So they're kind of like loose in your mouth, kind of just sitting there as if you're wearing like a mouth guard. I see. Maybe you just got a loose up hair and you had to tell the dentist. You should be Again, tight. I was a child. I don't know anything. Oh my God. You got to talk to your dentist. I just never wore it. Yeah. And then um, and then the dentist, the orthodontist was getting mad. Orthodontist? Yeah, that's the a braces guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does he study birds? That's what the- <laughs> Why? Orth- orthodontist? Is that what he's called? I don't know. Orthodontist? He studies birds and works with braces. Yeah, Ornitho- hand in hand. Ornithologist, I got it. I yeah. finally got it. <laughs> so um, what he did for my bottom row of teeth, he put in permanent retainer, which is oh. essentially is like braces on the back of your teeth. I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, because you're too lazy well, I about it. Just do this in the first place, then. Right. Because I, I still have them now, and I don't care. Like I don't notice them. Are they straight? Your I teeth? Mean, they're holding up. The bottom row are holding up. They're not up. Because I don't want retainers. And honestly, I never wanted braces. I don't care if how I my teeth are. I don't care. Who cares? Like that's me. God made me this way. I don't want to change what he what he planned for me. As far as your teeth goes. As far as my teeth goes. You 
did not get a, a questionnaire when you walked into the appointment. They're like, would you like braces today? Would you? No. no. Maybe maybe your teeth could have been way more messed up if you didn't get braces. You never know. Maybe they you know, saved your mouth. Uh, this is why I wish teeth would just replace every couple of years. Right, right. Be half shark. Yeah. Um, I would. The thing is, like, if I had a kid and they had messed up teeth, I'd buy them braces. You'd make them do it right. <laughs> yeah, but you'd explain, like, you got to do this. Yeah. And I would sit down and explain every step of the process. Right. We're on the same page here. We're a team. Yeah. We're... After this is done, you still have to wear retainers. I need you to know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them straight. I'm paying for this much for them. You're yeah. going to use the retainer. Honestly, I, I had my braces removed. And then the orthodontist was mad that I wasn't wearing my retainer, right? Yeah. And he's like, the only way to fix it is to put braces back on for like a year. And he even said, like, I'll do it for free. Oh. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not doing it again. Forget it? Yeah. You didn't do it? No. Like, I never wanted them in the first place. That sounds like a nightmare. Whole situation. I've I've had some bad dentist uh, situations in the past. Do you mm. remember that? I was, I think it was like getting some actual teeth pulled out and it was like yeah. whatever. But I was a kid and they put me to a different dentist. They put me in a straight jacket. <laughs> do you remember that? They put me in a straight jacket. It was in Arkham. Arkham yeah. Dentistry. I was, I was going dental. <laughs> They put me in a straight jacket and then, you know, laid me on the table and pulled me out. Like, this yeah. is not the typical setup. I don't like it here. I want to go back to my regular dentist. <laughs> oh, man. They, yeah. These kid dentists, they always trick you. They have like video games in the waiting room. Yeah. They're playing rerun movies that, yeah. you, you know, you'd watch, whatever. A, in the back, it's like a torture chamber. Yeah, I hate it. Do that. I get dentists nowadays. Yeah. If my, if an adult dentist had video games, maybe I would. <laughs> to get the new one? <laughs> would you like it better if they had retro games? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Put it at 64 and maybe I'll go to the dentist. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a lot of comic book news to talk about today, but why don't you break down the show before we get started? The whole show is broken down like this. First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week. And some fun stuff here we got for you. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And this time we're doing Werewolf by Night. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories, what I've been watching, reading, any entertainment we've taken in this week. All right, big news. Let's get to it. You guys probably already know about this news, but just like his character, the Wolverine, he'll never die. He's returning. Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine, and we got a little note from that from Ryan Reynolds. Um, he's going to return in Deadpool three. And not only that, they made it official. Like this is in the MCU. He said True. that. Yeah. yeah. So that's out to Kevin Feige. Does that? I know it's Deadpool, and he's fourth wall breaking and meta and talks to the audience. But like, does the previous and it's called Deadpool three? So I'm assuming Deadpool one and two that baggage carries on into here yeah i guess i mean they can do whatever they want with it right it's theirs now it's their sure. action figure in there yeah playpen whatever i mean this is probably the biggest introduction to the mcu since spider-man joined now we're getting wolverine as far as characters go like the biggest name yeah good point good point it's, it's always been like oh man what if the mcu had the x-men it'd be so cool right. and now we're finally getting it and we're getting it with the guy we know and love Hugh jack i my biggest fear is they're doing it wrong <laughs> because of what entry into deadpool it's just um my favorite thing is X-Men, right? Yeah. And if they're introducing it maybe too slow or one at a time or in a comedic way, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> so it sounds like you want Deadpool 3 to be a serious drama. <laughs> just give me very serious. Just, uh, I just want to make sure, because honestly, I don't think this is like the Wolverine of the MCU. I think he's in this to please the fans, a la Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Right. Yeah. But he's, he's not, yeah, he's not the Wolverine of the MCU. That we're going to know moving forward. Right. He's 
he's at the you know end of his superheroing. But we yes. thought we were all done with it mm-hmm. during Logan. Yeah. So does this take place before Logan? Is this another universe's Wolverine? I mean, you could do anything because it's it's Deadpool plus multiverse. Yeah, I think it is multiverse stuff. It's not them reviving or having a retro thing. Uh, yeah. Prequel. Um. I mean, I, I'm glad it's happening. Yeah. And I think if it's Hugh Jackman, this is the right movie to bring him back in. I wouldn't want him back in like a multiverse of madness that wouldn't fit as well. Yeah, I think um this might be just to please the please the fans just for a little bit, just right. a little joke. But considering it was like the teaser for it, yeah. it might be bigger than just a scene. I, I think he's like second billing to the movie, like nice. like like Josh Brolin was in Deadpool two. I, I would expect his role to be that big. Okay, considering how much of a celebration they have of this, of yeah. like you know behind the scenes, and it looks like that's Ryan Reynolds' place that they're filming this possibly. But mm-hmm. just the fact that they're still friends, right? They're like I think they're like good friends. Um, yeah. And Ryan Reynolds has been kind of like teasing this and playing with it since the first Deadpool movie. Yeah, that's true. With the little uh, little toy thing, like a rinky dink toy that yeah. they're playing with, just teasing because he's obviously the biggest uh, X Men character so at, far. There's a, at the end of the movie when he takes off his mask, he has like a printout of Hugh Jackman over his face. Does he? Yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> also, I guess they they've done the movie together. They've already just played You're that right. again. Yeah. Uh, X Men Wolverine Origins. Yeah, there you go. Bring that same vibe back. Just, we've already seen it. We don't. Who cares about this, right? <laughs> this is old news. Nope. Yeah, I've already seen this movie and it was a masterpiece. Do you want them to be against each other? Because they're kind of against each other in the comics sometimes. Possibly. I mean, I like the idea of they're on a team together, but they have their own one. Like uh, X-Force. Right. 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 The X-Force you like with the, the Rick Remender run. Mm-hmm. They they uh, maybe are not super best friends, but they're on the team together because they have their own want. Yeah. He's just a mercenary while Wolverine's a hero. Right. Okay. So now we're talking the comic books. Yeah. Are we finally going to get Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine costume? That's a good point. I, there's a tease already of that freaking costume, the yellow and blue. Yeah, I don't like how it looked in the suitcase. Really? Like, it, it doesn't look like that would look good on him. Yeah, it could look better on someone else. Like, I, I see what you mean. Like, it d- would not look like Wolverine, him wearing that yeah. for some reason. So I I do want the mask, but, you know, I, I think MC is good at making their costumes. So I don't want that exact one from Wolverine, the Wolverine movie. Okay, yeah. I could see it somewhat looking like the Deadpool costume like right. the torso was very similar like the padding just put a mask and like pointy shoulders yeah pointy shoulders I think that's <laughs> it could be though the black and gray costume that he wears in X-Force sure it might be look more realistic like this big tough guy wearing yellow why am I why am I yeah. gonna be scared of him unless it's a joke like Deadpool makes the costume for him and it's like he makes it yellow <laughs> yeah that's a so it's also a comedy right so sure, yeah. is Logan Wolverine Hugh Jackman's Wolverine gonna work well with the comedy I wonder if that's gonna work what do you think? Is he funny? The guy, Hugh Jackman? Well, um, Wolverine is like a, a straight guy kind of comedy. Like, do you remember in X-Men First Class, they tried to recruit him, Professor X and Magneto? Yeah. And they're like, we were, want you to join our team, whatever. And he's like, fuck off. And yeah. they, they just leave. Yeah. That could work. I, I could see him being pretty pissed at a yeah. at Blade Wilson. Do you think if when Wolverine sees Deadpool in this movie, he's going to remember the Deadpool he knew from Wolverine Origins? Like, oh. I thought your mouth was so shut that's it i think this is going to be a different wolverine i think he is going to be the alternate like different okay uh, timeline so that wolverine died in logan but this is a different i think this is a totally different one maybe this is obviously the same age um maybe a different time because he's kind of looks the same throughout the whole he's you know logan if anything he got bigger was hugh jackman yeah yeah yeah. but i think it's going to be different universe are we even sure if that's the same deadpool from wolverine origins and the deadpool in Mm -hmm. one and two no it probably isn't yeah because if we're following the movie if the movie is is canon right at the end credits 
of the last one, he goes and kills that Deadpool. Yeah, okay. That was a goof off <laughs> thing, right? That's I mean, he's already been I don't uh, know what you want to believe. He's already been multiverse hop. He's yeah. already been jumping around. He killed Ryan Reynolds. What? <laughs> yeah, this, Ryan Reynolds, he's a he's a pretty funny guy. I think he can make this work. The whole few jokes, like yeah. Part Q. On paper, that's a dumb joke, but it works at Ryan Reynolds. How do you introduce Deadpool into the MCU? Are you doing a multiverse thing? Because then if it is a multiverse thing, that means all the X-Men will be introduced that way, right? Yeah, okay. Well, like, kind of. I, I don't know. Unless he's like the one that knows everything. Like he's the one that pops in and then, oh, you guys don't have mutants yet? Yeah. And let me tell you the following one on what's going on here. Are what do you guys gonna, can expect? Are they just going to kind of brush it under the table really quick? Like, oh yeah, I'm in the MCU now because Disney bought us. I think so. I think it's going to be a tongue-in-cheek talking to the camera. Yeah. Previously on She-Hulk type thing. <laughs> there you go. The same thing. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it, honestly, but make it a big grand joke, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, but that's how I... Now, this is for sure in the MCU. Do you expect any other MCU characters to show up now? Um, Let's see. MCU characters. What other Marvel characters could have relations or, you know, connections <laughs> with, with uh, Wolverine? Is I he going to be, like, do you think he's going to join the Avengers eventually? Wolverine? I mean, we don't even have X-Men yet. You want him on the Avengers already? The new Avengers, yeah. Um, I do think there's going to be some things we'll see way down the line. So not in Deadpool 3, but potentially in, like, Secret Wars. Okay. Um, Hulk versus Wolverine. I okay. That is, like, the way he was introduced. Hulk is still around. A big pairing, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see that, but... Give Wolverine that be... costume. <laughs> They're really tiny, pointy ears. Yeah. Super dumb. Did you know when they invented Wolverine, the creator just thought he was like a mutated Wolverine, the animal, not a human? Yeah, he's a mutant. Yeah. He's a mutated <laughs> animal Wolverine. Animal, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he was, I know he was going to be like forgettable. Like we're just going to throw him yeah. away after this issue. We're never going to mm -hmm. see him again. Turns out to be a pretty big character. Yeah. When um, Hugh Jackman auditioned for it, he was acting like a wolf. And he didn't know what a Wolverine was. Yeah. And then uh, the casting director was like, no, you're a Wolverine, not a wolf. And he's like, yeah, but that's not real. <laughs> What he thought it's imaginary. He thought he didn't know wolverines were real animals, and they're kind of like aren't they like like badgers almost? Yeah, they're just very aggressive badgers, like beaver type things. Mm -hmm. But they'll bite your face off. Right, they go berserk. It is kind of a weird, strange animal to make your mascot for a, a hero. Yeah, but it worked out. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think he's got some known right. I think I think. Are you excited? Is this the best move, or should we have let the sure. character lie? No, I I do think it's um it's something the character. I mean the the fans want to see this character again i'm a little concerned that it is just like a one-time thing like and then not going to be our wolverine ongoing just like how it seems now that john krasinski is not going to be our reed richards ongoing yeah and that upsets me why show him and then not have him as the real one at least you got him for the time <laughs> you're teasing me kevin <laughs> i think we're not gonna be him for a past wolf uh deadpool 3 i think no. he's just gonna be a big play maybe he'll be the reason why he enters the mt film we'll, we'll see we'll see him off maybe this will still be in the old universe like this dead Pool three, okay, and then by the end of the movies in the MCU, you think that's a possibility? He's not even the MCU at the start of the movie, so only Deadpool will enter the MCU, like yeah, at the end. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Wolverine might stay wherever he's at. That Wolverine, yeah. I'm saying, of course. What if um this Wolverine is, I mean, technically MCU, but he's from the universe where uh, the Illuminati was? Oh, from that one, yeah, because okay. Professor X was in that one. 
that's true, it just straight to feel like the cartoon X-Men. Right. Like if that Professor X is there with the yellow hover chair, then he has an X-Men. Yeah. There's more yellow involved. I can see the, <laughs> the costume working now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he could be there. But then uh, why is he jumping around then? Like Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. Deadpool is a character that can, you know, cross different universes. Like he literally goes into our universe, the reader. In yeah, the I remember books. that. So what if he is, you remember the comic book we did for Deadpool? Like Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Kills everyone. Yeah. What if it's like Deadpool kills the Fox Universe? Oh, wow. To finally like let it just go away. Kill it off. And now we're only going with the Disney one. Can you make that into a whole movie though? I, I, I mean, it's funny. <laughs> and it, considering they're not going to do anything with it, might as right. well. It's going to be rated R. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. How rated R? I mean, Logan was rated R. Yeah. And I still feel like we could get more Wolverine I mean, that. more Wolfy in a way because uh, we're going to get into it into a comic today. But I heard uh, Werewolf by Night special on Disney Plus was pretty gory. Right. So yeah. they're priming us to get more. Like Marvel's getting more edgy. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Um, he's not the only one rumored to return. Is that right? Yeah. Another, well, I don't know if you consider her mutant yet. I'll allow it. Okay. Kevin Feige says there's still a possibility of Scarlet Witch returning to the MCU. And I honestly believe it's 100% because they didn't kill her off. Like you don't see a body or anything. On screen? In Multiverse of Men. Yeah. I thought I, I'm uh, hesitant to agree 100% it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I totally see it happening because of Multiverse. I mean, anything could happen. Okay. I think when we do see her entry, I think it'll possibly be Multiverse thing. Considering not, not the not that one, one we've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. They did it and like a little interview on the red carpet with um, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And they asked her if she's potentially returning. And she did say something like, there has got to be a universe out there where she's alive and Magneto is her father. Oh, Magneto is her father. Oh. So wow. maybe that Scarlet Witch is coming back when I guess the rest of the X-Men are introduced. Wow. Think that could be a possibility. The whole thing about her father and re-entry and getting Pietro back possibly. Oh, yeah. The right one. The right one. <laughs> the real one. Oh man. What if they fumble don't, the ball on this for you? Don't. And you, yeah. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is busy in a different Marvel Universe right now. You guys are bringing back all the wrong You're ones. Gonna get a Ralph Boner. <laughs> You're doing it all wrong. Oh man. This is gonna be great. Speaking of Ralph Boner real quick. Yeah. Um, remember they're making a Wonder Man series? Yeah. Is that still, who knows what's happening now? I think that is supposed to be like Hollywood of the MCU is like, we got to cash in on the superhero craze. It's the hotness right now. Yeah. Cause the superheroes are real there. Like we got to make a movie about a superhero. Right. In this universe of movies about superheroes. I like that. Okay. All right. And the uh, rumor is Ralph Boner will like, be in that series cause he's an actor, right? Oh, he's good. Cause he's got a headshot. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Is he going to play Wonder Man? I hope not, but he could play. <laughs> what if he played Quicksilver in like the I real, like it. scene where they did the Ultron movie? Give him like the ugly costume, the straight up like green with oh, the white man. hand glove thing. Yeah. That, that, that that's, a, that's when he was the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was even wearing that in like House of M. Right. Yeah. So I think that would be a laugh. It's doing basically the um Matt Damon Asgard whole scenario, <laughs> right. right? Making fun yeah. of itself again. Yeah. Um. So would you want Scarlet Witch to come back? I think she's going to come back. Like, seems like they did that on purpose to not show her die off on screen. Yeah. I, I think it's the whole fan, fans love her, right? Right. And we're getting multiverse stuff. I think we're going to have a multiversal Avengers like we'd have oh. in What If. And uh, she's the character that people would like to see back. I think so. She's so big okay. and grand in, in uh, Zombies 2. She was like all powerful, right? right? So having her back as a one-off thing can work. And I, I think she's not over it. I think she enjoyed the character. Right. Yeah. I think she's like probably the most powerful being in the MCU. Possibly. Um, and also the, the whole thing about her being connected to the mutants. I didn't even think about bringing her up now that mutants 
mutants are around. Well, Makes sense. Technically, in the comic books, I believe she's not a mutant anymore. Right now? Yeah. She said I, no more mutants. <laughs> well, I think they changed her origin, like the retcon did, for the fact that they, they could use her in the movies, because this is before they bought Fox. Right. And now they have Fox. They're like, ah, let's just make her mutant again. <laughs> just brush up. The, they're brushing up the cover up. Yeah. Right? They're like, put that on the rug. Forget mm, it. That yeah. was like a temporary workaround. I have a theory, though. What's that? So we know we're getting Secret Wars. And if we're following a closer version of the Jonathan Hickman one. Okay. Uh, uh, this is potential spoilers, if I'm right. You always say this. You just believe in yourself that much. Um, do you remember who was like really powering Doctor Doom? I do. It was um, Molecule Man, right? It was, yeah. Replace Molecule Man with Scarlet Witch. Okay. She has reality altering abilities. Maybe Doctor Doom uses some kind of power to enhance that and control her to create battle world. Wow. Yeah, like that. Okay, it's less science. It's uh, more magic magic. Yeah, Doctor Doom is magic magic. Half of it, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Amp that up with his science also. Yeah. I like, okay. And it, it could be like a surprise return, like, because we don't see Molecule Man until like at least halfway through. Like, they discover that he is powering everything, right? The answer to why Battle World is being held together, tied together. Yeah. What if like whoever the Avengers are at that point in Secret Wars, you know, get to the center of the, the Earth or whatever and they discover Scarlet Witch is like in there, maybe like trapped in some kind of... In a trance. In a trance or like maybe like that crystal dome that um, Doctor Strange always makes. Okay, yeah. I like the idea of a Doctor Doom learning about this Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Finds her in the rubble. Could be that one now. And pulls her out and gets her in a stasis and uses her as a battery. Could I be. think that could work. Yeah. Now you're on board with her, that specific Scarlet Witch returning. Yeah. Okay. okay. And you still think Doctor Doom would be the one in control of Secret Wars? Um, of Battle World? Would you be think? mad if they just did Kang as Doctor Doom in that? Pushed him out? Because Kang Dynasty, obviously he's a villain, but is it going to be like Thanos where he carries over into two movies? Okay. Yeah, right. Like uh, Endgame? Yeah. I think. Are they in cahoots? Working together? Yeah. Kang, could Kang be the one that's just uh, the power source of two? I don't know. I'm well, I, I don't know. Doctor Doom, I think he, he he's just heavily in the Fantastic Four. I don't know if he can yeah. uh, be the whole big enemy for everybody. I, I think he you eventually think so? could, but it seems like maybe a little bit rushed. Right. Because Fantastic Four and Secret Wars is like a year apart, maybe, or like two years apart only. They have to build them up so much, considering how much of a badass villain he is. Yeah. You have to Easter egg him in all the end credit scenes for like 10 years first. Yeah. <laughs> do it already. So him, if he's like a smart guy and he's using all these people in the past, I like that. He's actually mm -hmm. thinking ahead. Okay. Maybe he's been here the whole time. He just doesn't have his suit yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's been studying whatever. Where did they go to school? Oxford, whatever. <laughs> the two of them. Um, yeah. I mean, I could totally see her returning in that movie. And um, I, I almost can guarantee it. Like, she's she's returning. Of a character. She's returning for the What If TV show in the season two. Oh, really? Yeah. So voice acting. I, so for sure, she's not done with the character. It's just a question of live action. Mm. Well, talking about TV shows, I'm really looking forward for the Armor Wars TV show. Right. Can't wait to pop in every week and watch. Yep. Another installment of the series get in segment by segment not all at once i don't have to buy a ticket i can just watch it at home <laughs> sorry to tell you but it's actually going to be a movie now a feature film is that good news or bad news i think it's actually good news from a fan's point of view like i think it is because feature films just seem more grand right sure and turning on your tv and just watching your living room mm -hmm. but i think there could be all this other back uh behind the scenes reason marvel seems like kind of a mess right now in the, in the behind the scenes like i don't know maybe they're not really? sure what what's gonna go on and so they're like we have to fill in the holes with some oh okay put it, but, put it in a the theater so the plan for the 
this show yeah they're like oh this is good enough to be a, a, a movie that because like it's easy to make a show because you have a, a subscriber base already but making a movie there's no guaranteed money in that and like people are going to go out to watch it in the theater right I, it's marvel yeah but i mean like oh, it was morbius no okay that's it's <laughs> no wait, come on also i started watching that for a little bit uh-huh I, I honestly i was like in the middle of something so i was watching on mute but and, and you liked it <laughs> i kind of liked it <laughs> i was kind of interested i also think like um hey we're we're giving Anthony Mackie a movie. Okay. We should give Don Cheadle a movie. You think that's what it is? Why? Because he's been there longer. In one, he's been there longer. I, uh, two, I think he's a better actor. Both of them technically replaced somebody. He replaced Captain America, and then Don Cheadle replaced uh, Terrence <laughs> Howard. <laughs> Um, maybe it's also because um, Riri Williams. It's hard to say. That's what, one more try. Riri Williams. Okay. You got it. You got it. Ironheart is uh, going to be in um, Black Panther too, right? Yeah. And uh, maybe they really like that character. They see her talent. They see her scenes, and they're like, "She's going to be a star. We oh. should upgrade this character and put her in a feature film." Because it's. I feel like it's just as much as a movie for her than Don Cheadle is. Like, because the story is like in Armor Wars. Stark tech gets kind of like taken and used by like the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's like a entry of another one of these young Avengers, right? A second time because uh, each of these TV shows are just baton tosses to the next young Avenger, true. exactly. But she's getting two of them. She's getting two feature films: Armor Wars right. and Black Panther Two. And she has her own series, Ironheart series. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So like yeah. she's really serious. Like maybe she, I think she's probably gonna be the leader of the team, right? Well, I, they don't have a Tony Stark anymore. Um, Rhodey is not a scientist. He's not gonna build his own suit maybe right. he fights the bad guy in the first act or Armor second Wars? act yeah okay. and he gets beat up and loses his suit is severely damaged it's like i need someone to upgrade me and you know the only one he can turn to is riri yeah the armor wars thing the whole idea is i think the tech gets uh -huh. super smart and fights him right oh really okay so i think he doesn't know how to i think he doesn't know the passcode to get in <laughs> get into tony's stuff we needed someone smart like a riri uh -huh. william to... he forgot his password yeah and he doesn't know his email he doesn't know his password to his email. Oh, man. This two-step authentication <laughs> is the whole enemy of Armor War. Don Cheadle's like, can I just, you know, look at my face and log <laughs> me in? We're in the future here. Keeps asking me to upgrade the yeah. firmware. So turn off this dinging. Where's the paperclip? <laughs> I, uh, do you think, like, they won't give up on Tony Stark? He's still having effects on the MCU till this day. Like, will he always be connected? I think so. It's just innate in the way they're, like, living up the legacy. I remember Hawkeye, he went to New York and there's like that placard of yeah. blaming off the, the Avengers. Avengers. So I think it's just going to happen. I think it's it's good too. I, think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Just okay. Bringing up uh, tangential characters, reiterations, Ironheart, makes sense. Okay, yeah. I, I think it is going to be a good movie. Like I'm I'm glad it went from show to movie. I think there's too many shows. Oh, nowadays? Yeah. And not enough good movies. Okay, yeah. And um, sometimes shows are too long. Okay, yeah, so, right. You know, I, I want to see a complete story in two hours and not six weeks. <laughs> I like that too but it's also the thing like you're switching now it seems weird to like big production change of whatever that means going into a movie is it gonna are you gonna see watching like here's a way they would have cut to the next episode you know what i'm saying like is i think they started <laughs> yeah. that's what i imagine every 30 minutes there's like a recap previously 
on the last half hour you watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Stay tuned for the next half hour you're going to watch. <laughs> there's credits. There's like six different credits. Uh, the timeline of MCU movies, there's like some unnamed movies, right? Yeah. So obviously this will fit into one of them. Oh, okay. Do you think like they had another movie in mind? That's why they didn't want to say it yet. And then this took that spot. Yeah. I think it could have been a different actor. It could have been a different um, different War Machine. I think, I think Terrence Howard could have <laughs> next yeah. try. It's a multiverse. It could be a different, you know? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm glad it's coming. I think it's going to be uh, a good movie. I think Don Cheadle is a great actor and deserves a starring role. Yeah. Um, is there any other previously seen MCU shows you think would have been better as a movie? MCU shows that would have been better as a movie. Um, I think maybe the uh, Hawkeye possibly. Yeah. A better comedy. Hawkeye, yeah. I think maybe, uh, was it six episodes of Clay Steinfeld? You, you get too much of her joking. You can fit that in. Yeah. Two hours. And they're, they're both movie stars. True. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that show suffered a little bit because all the shows do this, but they had to introduce a bunch of new characters. And um, Yelena yeah, had like a good chunk of it. Yeah. She's also a movie star. Right. I feel like that's a two hour real Hawkeye movie that is just following Clint Barn and Kate Bishop. And I don't need Echo and Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it would have been better as a movie, I think. Jeremy Renner deserves that. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Okay. He's, he he got his hand off with his whole show. So there's yeah. that. But I feel like it's going to happen. All right. I think they're done filming too. Oh. Like it's it's in the can. Okay, MCU. Let's see what you got because I was super excited about that character in the show. What's not in the can, and I don't even think it has started yet, is the Blade movie, which is, uh, I think, coming out. Is it next year? Uh, 2024. 24. Okay. Yeah. So we still have some time, some time to find a director because the one they had dropped out. Yes. Director Bassam Tariq, if I have that correct, dropped out of the movie less than two months before production. That's not a good sign. No. Is this suffering from, hey, you have to do it this way? I think it could be like a disputes between possibly him and uh, the actor. Mahershala? Yeah, I think he, I think Mahershala's actually kind of fed up with MCU a bit. That's the rumor. Really? Yeah, that, that he's kind of angry at MCU. He was the one that made the play like, hey, I, I kind of want to be your next Wesley Snipes. Let me be Blade. Yeah. And MCU was like, yeah, let's do it. But now maybe they're not seeing eye to eye. I wonder if um, as Blade, you don't see him, but he speaks at the end of Eternals. His voice, yeah. And he's almost like, almost like a Nick Fury, kind of like behind yeah. the scenes doing some kind of plan, right? That's what it felt like. His and experience. He, he knew stuff. And I wonder if they want him to be like that more, like connecting uh, all these characters, forming a team like Nick Fury did. And he's like, no, I just want to be Blade. I don't want to be like this leader character, this, like, like a Nick Fury type. Yeah, the whole connected, the reason for the connected universe. Yeah, I just want to be in Blade and that's it. I just want to remake this movie. <laughs> Is that like his childhood movie? Like, I just want to be Wesley just for one day. <laughs> I, I, it could, he could be their big um, connection with all the supernatural stuff. It makes sense. Uh, we're going to get into some of those characters later on today on the show. Right. But like him entering vampires, right? Mm -hmm. um, and Ebony Blade, right? Black Knight. So they right. have to, can, it does seem like he knows the, he's experienced already. He's been in the shadows. And because there's previous Blade movies, the audience already understands that character. So you, it's an easy introduction to be like, to follow that character and, and see him. Maybe, I, I think he's like forming a 
team. Oh yeah, of, of, like maybe Midnight Sun. Midnight. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I could totally see Blade being the leader of that group, right? But you're saying Mahershala has some things he doesn't like about MCU. I, I have a feeling that could be it. Yeah, and uh, maybe this is a little fix it though. Like the maybe the director really? gone is like, well, now we can shape this to what I'm expecting this to be. Because mm-hmm. if he was the one like putting up his name in the in the in the box to be Blade, maybe yeah. there's like a he had a whole plan for this. It's not shaping out to what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, but still, like two years before the movie's out and they lost a director, what is that? Seems like a formula for a bad movie. Seems like it's going to get delayed. I think so, yeah. Which is sad because this was announced like a year ago. It was more than a year ago. It was announced. I mean, he was in a movie with a, as a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any ideas of a, a good director you think could replace him? Oh, are there any horror? It's, it's kind of like horror, right? A horror I think action. I want it to be more horror. And that's what I would want. Yeah, especially if he's going to be a Midnight Suns leader. Yeah. And maybe Mahershala's like, no, I just want blood sprinklers. That's all I want. What? I just want to throw a rave. Yeah. That's all I'm here for. I just want to redo the whole first Blade movie. I don't know. Who are good, some, some good horror directors? Or well, like it's also like action. an action yeah. thing. So I don't know. You think Guillermo del Toro is too much for it? Oh, um, I've, has he done even? Oh, he's done Hellboy. The Hellboy movie. Yeah. And, and those uh, are more. Water. Right. They're more weird than action movies to me. Like they're in the span of like comic book things. Mm-hmm. It's such a Guillermo thing that I, I don't want him to play with the Blade types. Like also Blade is kind of like, um you know, basic comic books when you're the old ones. Yeah. Like it's 70s type stuff. Like it's just simple. I don't think it's not as intricate and I don't see a young Guillermo falling in love with that because I feel like that's what he always does. He does stuff he fell in love with when he was young. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hellboy. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> He's doing a new one, right? Yeah. So, it's supposed to be scary, right? I think it's just creepier. Not okay. super scary. Pinocchio is already pretty creepy. I was going to say, that one's pretty, I watched the live action recently. Yeah. Terrifying. Tom Hanks. <sighs> Uh, yeah, what about like a let's throw in a Jordan Peele in there? He does horror, okay? Yeah, I could see that. Uh, um, I think he's worked with some MCU people in the past, right? Yeah, um, Daniel Kaluuya, yeah, uh, Mbaku, right? Right, there you go. So maybe he can uh sneak in there. Has yeah. he done like action yet, though? Well, nope, has some special effects involved in it. Sure, there's like action sequences, it wouldn't be like fighting necessarily, but like cool, like chase scenes. I'm sure he's a super nerd and has some affinity for Blade, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm worried about Blade. I don't know if I'm going to like this version, but I do really like the Wesley Snipes one. It's fun, right? For yeah. what it was. I like how it's not connected to any other Marvel stuff. It's just its own thing? Yeah. Maybe not the third one so much. That was kind of bad. It had Triple H, though. Yeah. So, uh, the first two I really enjoyed, and the third one is like, uh, it, it, it reached the point of corniness. I mean, we literally had uh, Deadpool. That's like Deadpool practice. Right. Ryan Reynolds is in it. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's doing it. So, uh, I, so, do you want the same vibe? The Black Leather and like uh, stun of shades on um, as much as cool I like haircut. those movies it has to be different yeah do now do you want the afro blade with the like lime no. green sunglasses no. it has to be different wooden steak so t- different from everything fresh yeah. new look right yeah okay okay yeah they could play they played around with it already in the first movies so uh do something yeah work it into the marvel feel too yeah and we haven't seen him yet so he could look totally different yeah um yeah I, I do think it will get delayed though unfortunately i think that that would be the best move for them now if the director's out yeah yeah. I'm wondering what that means for the rest of phase five. Is that a phase five? Like, I wonder how important Blade is to that. Yeah. Right. But um, I don't think it's going to be that important. <laughs> He's bringing up a whole team. It could be. If that's uh, yeah, the maybe. Lead there. We'll see. I wonder if he pops up in uh, Werewolf by Night. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is it for news, guys. Thank you for um, subscribing. But if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe. Hit that follow button. And um, we'll be back every Wednesday for these podcast episodes. And if you'd like to stay updated with all this comic book news, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, 
Facebook and Twitter, all of those social medias at the Reader Copy Podcast. And you'll uh, learn more there. It is the first week of our horror month, and we're doing a horror comic book today Werewolf by Night. Later this week, uh, Marvel and Disney Plus is premiering the Werewolf by Night special. Yeah, special, whatever that means. Yeah, I guess. Why don't they just say, like, movie? Is it not as not long as a movie? This feature film me like, hour and a half, like, certain amount of time, right? I think they can't call it that if it's not. So it's not even 90 minutes. I think it could, yeah. I think it's an hour special. That's okay. what they typically are, right? I heard good things. You think so? Yeah. I'm excited for it. But I also don't know a lot about Werewolf by Night. I feel like he's, like, the typical Wolfman type thing. But so, like, what makes the Marvel? version of him special um yeah i don't know yeah we'll, we'll <laughs> wait to see we'll wait to see um I, there was also if you listen last week we we're talking about the news yeah the director of the special kind of teased like there might be more than what's revealed in that special maybe there's more monsters yes we already saw a man thing in there yeah but there could be like some more to their legion yeah so i wanted to do i couldn't decide should we do a book about werewolf by night or a book about what could be the legion of monsters i was like well let's just do both let's do it sure they're like one off issues why not yeah so we're doing one is under marvel spotlight and that is the origin of werewolf by night his first appearance okay cool. marvel spotlight number two uh it came out um in 1971 what do you remember in 1970 what was it oh, i was <laughs> i was gonna say something bad okay <laughs> hold back uh I was, I was i was jiggling around okay All right. i think i know what's going on <laughs> and then um the second issue we're doing is under marvel premiere and that is the first appearance of the legion of monster and i'll explain who's in that when we get to it but first off we're doing the marvel spotlight do you know about these things these uh there's three anthology series back in the day marvel spotlight marvel feature and marvel premiere uh it just seems like they're just entries in like anthology things to give off one-off stories like this a spotlight like putting a spotlight on a character what exactly. by night yeah so there are ways to um, create try to create characters introduce characters or tell one-off stories without committing to a whole series is that what it is like see, like throw everything out there see what hit kind of yeah and okay. these writers are like i got an idea but i don't know how well it'll do or how the audience will react so let me just put it under this single issues marvel spotlight whatever and um, see how the audience reacts. have you uh seen any of these like in in the wild like actual hard copies of them because there's some characters like yeah i've never seen you in anything else because you died here yeah, You're, you, you had, had one shot and it didn't work out like there's a 3d man yeah you know that one yeah some of them branched off i think there's a robot man he, he's another thing. there's some great characters that we know and love today got their start in these anthology series in marvel spotlight uh of course werewolf by night yeah but also ghost rider wow. first appeared in a, in a marvel spotlight uh the character spider woman first appeared marvel spotlight didn't know that and then over in marvel premiere uh characters like iron fist first appeared in a marvel premiere i think it's uh number 15 oh do you have it i can't afford it <laughs> uh do you know the character adam warlock yes yes i think i have early ones of his not his original Appearance. Yeah, so it's ways for um, these writers and characters to create new stories without, like I said, having to commit. Yeah, but it's also a way for them to write stories about characters that already exist, but they don't want they like they don't fit in their own story right now. Okay, just like keep the character alive, but not we can't promise whole series with them right now. Yeah, so like um, in one of these books, they did the origin of Star Lord. I know though he already had a series, but they just wanted to write it a short story, so then they put it in a. A Marvel Spotlight, I believe. Yeah, I think also, I think Rocket was entered in Spotlight or Premiere. I forgot which okay. one it was. Yeah. Maybe there's also a Marvel Preview. Is something think, like that. Something yeah. like these two. There's also like, um, I don't know if it's exactly the same, but like Marvel Team Up. Yeah, I think that those are like characters 
we know and love, but like, would it be fun to have them team up? Put them so, together. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah. So definitely a lot of uh, stories that be like, I, I like these because you don't have to read a whole bunch mm. and every issue is kind of different on its own. And some issues even had like introduced two different characters in two different stories. Like it's like half an issue on each. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They have like half stories. Right. They went out there. All right. So uh, this is where Werewolf by Night first premiered, Marvel Spotlight number two. And looking at the cover, it's almost like it's its own page. Like they're really trying to sell this book because it has like panels and quote dialogue bubbles already on the cover. Yeah. Just telling you the story of a wolf man type thing. I'm assuming this is already like a stereotype character, right? Like the Wolfman movie's probably been sure. premiered a long time ago, right? Yeah. At this like, point. In the book, they're talking about werewolves. So I think werewolves is the thing. The term is out there. Yeah. Okay. They're they're real. They exist. Right. Um, it starts off, it says it's LA. Yeah. It does not look like LA. Even in the 70s, this doesn't look like LA. They make it look like an old Eastern European town. Like it's like <laughs> Like Frankenstein, yeah, this town, Transylvania, maybe. But he says it's Los Angeles, so I'll believe him. Uh, we're following this character named Jack, and he's almost like in a daze, like he's walking down the dark streets of Los Angeles. But he feels like he's not himself. Yes, he's uh just walking across it in the night sky when he's attacked by a mugger. The guy pulls out a blade, and as he's about to like rob Jack, he doesn't see Jack. He sees a little like beast, like a werewolf character that Jack turned into. Yeah, um, and he just goes into full out rage against this mugger and beats him up real fast. Really, Jack is just moving on instinct right now. Right. And then a uh, cop, motorbike, police officer sees him. He goes to like stop him. And then he gets closer and he sees like that it is a monster. He's yeah. like, oh my God, what the hell is that? He's trying to stop this whole fight going on, but it's a werewolf in front of him. Yeah. Uh, the werewolf, Jack, jumps over the fence and the cop tries to shoot him and it kind of like grazes his shoulder like he's flesh wound. And um, he's like running through the streets now. Even he he doesn't like know what's going on, right? He doesn't, it's like happening, but he's like almost like not in control. Yeah, yeah. You can just imagine this in a movie, right? Like you're the werewolf character and you're right. you eyes blink. It's a, a vision that just disappears when he wakes up and from a nightmare, he's a regular old Jack in his bedroom and is just scared, sweating. Like, what was that? Yeah, this is 18 year old on his 18th birthday. Jack Russell is his name. And Jack Russell Terrier, like, <laughs> the, the joke is there. He's like, oh, what? That was a terrible nightmare. I can't believe it. It felt so real. So real that. I have a wound on my shoulder how I got shot. That's how okay. re real the dream was. Um, and he he's cannot trust the thoughts in his head when his mom uh, tries to wake him up. Like, come on, let's go have breakfast as a family. When Jack is like, uh, what are all these thoughts in my head? Right? Yeah. What was that? There's so many urges in my 18-year-old body. <laughs> to eat something. Uh, and it's his birthday and his sister like you know wishes him a happy birthday, but still sees something off in Jack. Like as he looks at his reflection like, there's something off in Jack. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, they're like almost like eavesdropping around the corner because they see their mom, mm -hmm. and the mom is being yelled at by this. Uh, he's like the chauffeur to their stepdad, who is the mom's husband now. Yeah, and this guy's name is Grant, and he looks like a real uh, ruffian, right? He's got like sure. an old timey motorcycle jacket on. He's the chauffeur, but he's like kind of a bully to the mother. It looks like a guy Popeye would beat up. Okay, right, right. Like, <laughs> did people really dress like this? He's got like leather. Yeah. And then he's got like almost like a police cap, but he's not a policeman. It's just like a leather hat. He shops where the village people shop. Right. There you go. <laughs> Same shop. And their house, it's like, they say it's Los Angeles, but they look like they live in Transylvania. They have, you know, chandeliers and long red curtains, like tall windows. So I don't know what type of, what part of Los Angeles this is, but also the the, the stepdad, he's like smoking from a cigar. Like it's like old timey. Like what, what yeah. era is this? And his driver, the guy 
guy that he hired is yelling at his wife and he does nothing and he's pretty much like you know just let him go he's a good worker i don't he just ignore him kind of thing right basically and the mom is just like okay honey how i'm going along with it and the the mom tells jack like just just let it be we have an agreement just continue and jack and and his sister lisa are just like man i can't believe they're treating mom like that but he can't really do anything either he's like kid right he's just turned 18 right um it and then so they have the the birthday party right for jack and it's like a, a bustling party it's in their nice pad pretty big as um jack still looks worried though and he's starting to like sweat and get real like nauseous almost and he's wearing a turtleneck and he's like pulling the turtleneck down i always i always do this too i hate turtleneck do you own a turtleneck no because i hate them but when i used to have to wear them as a kid i'd always be like ah get away from me <laughs> i'm turning into a monster <laughs> save yourself <laughs> that's literally what he's doing as the night falls and he like runs out of the party in a flop sweat yeah and he runs past like the driveway and he sees grant the chauffeur he's working on a the, like the car there the family car and he just like runs past him because he doesn't know what's going on he feels like this anger in him too like he wants to get revenge on grant but instead he just walks past and uh, makes his way to like the los angeles cliff edge like by the beach right and he falls to his knees along the shore and he finally sees his reflection in the water through the moonlight and he sees what he looks like. He is just a straight up werewolf. Straight up werewolf like the wolf man, like teen wolf, hairy and everything. Right. Hairy hands. Um, I never liked the design of the wolf man, like this look. I want the elongated lichen face. Oh, you want the the stout. The, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't like it when they just get hairy. It's just your guy. Yeah. It's just there to play high school basketball. Exactly. But he's going crazy. He doesn't like this look and he tries to get away from people. He goes to an abandoned house up on the hill there by the beach. Though it is abandoned by humans it is not fully abandoned because there's a regular wolf there and jack sees it and he feels like a kinship but also like a like a opponent type feeling to this wolf because yeah they're, they're both hunters it's like an alpha status who's the real alpha so they start fighting he's a human body shaped werewolf and he's fighting like a giant like regular wolf right oh. but obviously he's bigger than the wolf he like throws it against the wall and like knocks it out and he just howls at the night like this uh goodbye brother but this was just for survival right Right. He's like talking to himself. It's so poetic. <laughs> uh, and then he howls at the moon and he, he's almost like it's hurting his head Yeah, that he like passes out. And it's the morning now and he's found on the shore on the beach, topless yeah. by his stepfather. But the stepfather is almost like not happy to find him there. He's almost like mad at him. Because uh, he's been gone. Well, there's been a tragedy. The The mother was actually in a car accident. And well, so, the whole, so the whole family is crying. Yeah. She was out looking for Jack because he was missing the night before, right? And she was in a car accident and they're almost like blame it on jack well the stepfather is yeah so jack is still like kind of like unwell from being transformed into yeah, a wolf. i guess so that uh the doctor visits him at home and he gives him like a, a sedative to like knock out right and they, they pretty much this is how it was in seven he's like you don't feel well we're just gonna give you drugs well okay i mean i think that was a long time yeah i think that's how it is today <laughs> um but uh so he's kind of like you know in a sleepy daze right now as just the drugs kick in but he tries to pull himself out of bed to get to the hospital to his mom right and he finds out the mom is in like intensive care yeah he can't even go see her and they turn him away 
but he pretty much like sneaks in. He finds out where the mom's room is and he opens the door. And I've never been to a hospital like this, but she is like saran wrap. I think they did this in the 70s. I think they would like cover you up in like drapery almost. Just- She's in like a full on like Ziploc bag body size. I remember seeing this in Twilight Zone. They do this. I don't I don't know why. Keep the germs away? I guess so. And just it's just her face that she could talk through in this little hole right in the, the fabric, I think. Yeah. And uh, she's trying to explain. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, Jack. I left you with this curse. Then, yeah. uh, and she goes into like a full on story about what uh, his past is and what's going on with his body. She was in college and she went on a, a trip to like, I'm guessing it's like Eastern Europe. It looks like basically Los- Transylvania. It looks like Los Angeles. Okay. <laughs> and she she met a guy there. Yeah. They fell in love and they kind of like moved in together. But three days out of every month, he would lock himself in like the downstairs basement. As everyone does. It's normal because yeah. he said he was like studying. Right. Reading the, the old books, right? But For three nights straight. <laughs> but uh, so he can't be found really after a while. Like uh, he's gone missing and there's also been murders out. So there, people are curious, like maybe he's been killed. Yeah, uh, back in the day. And so the village people, there's like like old timey like Eastern European villagers like go go hunting. Like what's what's out there? Is there a beast out of muck? You know, if we were judging the time, right? If this is nineteen seventy and then this is eighteen years before that, this is before he was born. This is only like nineteen fifties. Yeah. And they're dressed like Mary Poppins time. Like one of these guys is Van Helsing. <laughs> you know? Like they're old timey looking they have they have ascots. They go to check on the husband, right? And there's a giant hole hole on the side of the building wow that apparently he broke out of because they say lightning struck the building sure but i think he just like tore it down and they're now hunting this beast right and they have like um hounds trying to chase him and it is a werewolf it is in fact a werewolf in front of them they shoot it with the shotguns as it dies down and they come to realize it's him it is the father his actual father and that curse has been passed down to jack and she's realizing now like yeah i should have told you before but now that you're 18 you're pretty much cursed with this becoming a werewolf every month yeah a werewolf yeah that's you as he kind of breaks down crying and then his emotions get the better of him he transforms again into a werewolf he's like get away get away from me and he the, um, the orderly comes to check on them but he like yells out and just jumps out of the window from back and uh just falls stories down he's running away and he kind of like puts two and two together and realizes like the mom was in a car accident because someone messed with the brake yeah and the last person he saw was the chauffeur grant messing with the car right and he realized that like it was grant all along i have to get revenge on him and his uh werewolf instinct uh navigates him to where grant is in this old warehouse house he's got the scent of him right and is just like prowling as he watches grant walk across this warehouse like he's very being sketchy right now. he dives on grant and it's like slashing his shirt trying to kind of get at him but grant is like this bigger dude right and he's still even though he's a werewolf he's only like teenager true that grant can actually fight him off right he's a pup he, he's literally like picking him up like bane and like <laughs> throwing him onto the ground grant is like he's not freaking out he's like oh it's just a guy in a halloween mask right get away like this is some type of joke did you the um the stepfather pay this guy to wear a mask and attack me that's what right. grant is thinking <laughs> and i've never seen this before but he's beating up a werewolf <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a big dude. He's literally like choking him out. He's at, on top of him on the ground and he's choking him out. And Jack is like, I, I'm for my mom. And he grabs his arms and is able to overpower Grant. But uh, Grant is just so strong. He lifts him up, tosses him, and he's got the better of him. He's like towering over him. He's even got him in a chokehold now. Uh, He's able to subdue Grant. And I think he like literally kills him because it's like all you see is like their silhouette in the shadow. And then a third person arrived and it is his stepfather. Oh, and so it looks like the stepfather paid off Grant to kill off the mother. Right. He's even like talking like, Grant, where are you? I got the money. I'm I'm rich now because the mom's going to pass away. Okay. So he's got like uh, the inheritance, right, from right. the mother. And so it was all really a ploy. It's true. The, the stepdad paid off to get to the money. And Grant, I mean, uh, Jack is so enraged that he wants to attack stepfather. Never really liked him, but he made a promise to his mom. <laughs> who yeah. The mom still loves the, the, her husband. He's like, never harm him, right? Yes, true. But she didn't know that he was a freaking <laughs> murderer in yeah. himself. But uh, Jack can't bring himself to do it because of the promise, right? Right. And so he just in pain, just howls with the night, letting the stepfather go away. It's his internal struggle. And I think because Werewolf by Night does get his own series later. Right. So I think this story will continue on there. But uh, it's like, does he keep his promise? Does he reveal that he's a werewolf? Does he tell his sister because she might also be cursed? Oh, that's true. I guess she's the younger yeah. sister. Does she yeah. have a, she a, a were, yeah, werewoman? What's Is she going to transcend were, to werewolf? Yeah. I think it's still considered she werewolf. Wolf? It's just the werewolf. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's all a whole thing. Like, what is, is Grant gonna come back? Is is he gonna linger around and see what happens with the stepfather? Does does he just run away from the stepfather? Because yeah. now that he knows what he knows, but the stepfather doesn't know that he knows. Yeah, I wonder how. Like in the the special that's coming out on Disney Plus, I don't think he's gonna be eighteen. I think he'll be older and have experience being a werewolf. Already. I think so. I think um, from the actor himself, he's older already. So yeah. I, I think it doesn't fit. But uh, I don't know what it follows up with uh, the storyline because it's been years since this came out so I'm, I right. imagine there's some holes to fill in with what happened to yeah. uh, Jack Russell. I, I think he meets up with um, Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have a sh- uh, showdown right? Yeah. Um, the next issue this one is under the Marvel premiere anthology series Okay. and the reason I want to do this because it, it features the first appearance of the team the Legion of Monsters. This is Marvel premiere number 28 and of course Werewolf by Night is a member of this. Okay right fits in there. But um, the first page is like an introduction to each character and like kind of like their backstory and we see man thing he was like a, a chemist that did an experimental accident that turned him into like this swamp creature that doesn't speak but smells like a swamp you stink sure yeah <laughs> we have a uh, johnny blaze the the stuntman turned into like, the spawn of satan but now he's free of that the, the right. devil's power and he's just uh skull on fire and then along with those two and werewolf by night we have morbius and he is uh jared leto yes yeah <laughs> he's, a, he's a monster in his own right yeah this is um michael morbius he was like a a doctor scientist that had a disease that he tried to cure with i'm guessing it's like bat blood yeah good guess that turned him into morbius the living vampire so he, he's literally like a vampire that needs to consume blood right yeah so he always has that hunger in him it's a typical deal for a vampire but i guess he never really you know he's not deceased he's still the living vampire yeah but he has like a, a weird costume a deep v he it looks like a stuntman costume almost <laughs> 
like a like a trapeze artist type look. Um, but for some reason, again, all these monsters going on. It takes place again in Los Angeles. Yeah, and it, it's not the Los Angeles that I know. Well, it is the seventies Los Angeles. It's yeah. like you know, uh, I think it. I think the, the reason why they're doing LA is because of like old Hollywood, right? And that's where they oh, made the Universal movies, right? Monster movies. Oh, okay, I think it's playing around with that. Yeah, but that's my best guess. I hope MCU migrates that way to the West. So is this the actual West Coast Avengers? The Legion of Monsters? Werewolf by Night, Morbius. Um, I know October is our horror month, right? Yeah. And werewolves are horror and monsters are horror. But this book is definitely more on the silly, goofy side. It's from the 1970s, right? Yeah. And what happens is, like you said, we're in LA and there's kind of an earthquake or what people believe is an earthquake. Yeah. But instead, it is a giant mountain appears in the middle of Sunset Boulevard in LA. You know, there's a crack in the street. It grows big. There's a big commotion. Nobody knows what's going on, including Johnny Blaze that he's like, falls over on his skull cycle that's the name of his motorcycle i know but it, this is the point where like um i would say ghost rider's not cool yet that's what it is <laughs> yeah i'd say later in the 80s and 90s ghost rider got very cool here he looks like when i think ghost rider his skull face is engulfed in flame yeah whereas here in marvel premiere the fire is almost just like his hair on the top of his skull yeah they didn't get it uh get it right yet i'd say yeah but at the time when you're a kid reading this i think this was the cool because this is copying Evil Knievel. Evil right. Knievel was a cool thing back then. Sure. Um, also, a thing I don't like, uh, when he is Ghost Rider, he has eyeballs. Yeah. Ghost Rider should not have eyeballs. He looks like he's like, with eyeballs, he looks scared most of the time. He looks like a Skeletor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And during this whole earthquake scenario, he's like throwing off his bike. He doesn't know what's going on. And he's like, I got to find out what's going on. He turns into um, Ghost Rider, the, the vengeance of, there's like a term for it. Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance, yeah. yeah. Same time, uh, more Morbius is flying through LA and his hunger for blood is growing, right? Even though he doesn't want to, he can't control this hunger. And he goes down to attack this person. And this person turns out to be werewolf by night. <laughs> Where did you think it? A werewolf versus a vampire, right? And he's attacking, trying to get to this guy's neck. And he's like, there's more hair here than I expect. <laughs> yeah. And the werewolf by night just swipes at him. Morbius is like, cannot believe what he's seeing. The funniest thing about this book is the monster's like, oh my God, it's a monster. <laughs> And then uh, we catch up now with this guy swimming, not swimming, fishing in the swamps of Los Angeles, where I don't know where the swamps are in Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, and then he is startled by the man thing. The man thing, this big hunk of swamp, scary <laughs> looking swamp, <laughs> towering over him. And this monster's just trying to get close to this fisherman when um, the swamp gets surprised, like, oh, he's not in the swamp anymore. He sees there's a mountain in front of him. Right. This mountain appears out of nowhere. And then even like more. Morbius and um, Werewolf by Night are fighting and they stop because they're like, whoa, where did this giant mountain come from? It yeah. was not here a minute ago. And now the four characters have like kind of like crossed paths. They're all standing in front of this mountain and then appearing in front of them is literally like a golden like Roman knight kind of looking guy on a golden horse, like all gold, shining. And this is character name Starsea. I don't know where this came from, but it's just like this guy that looks gleaming in front of them and the monsters are oogling at this guy. 
chat like this is strange yeah what is you to you there's like a ghost rider guy there's a wolf guy a swamp guy and a vampire like that is weird <laughs> you're in the wrong comic book right now right <laughs> and this guy is so majestic and he's like bidding a welcome to these people and he kind of explains i guess where this mountain came from and like its backstory back on like ancient times i'm talking like caveman times right uh these beings landed on earth and they're alien and they look like imagine like a slug with one giant eyeball and like elephant trunks for arm red elephant trunks and the center is yellow just weird aliens <laughs> right like old science fiction yeah and what does this alien do with his spaceship literally grabs a mountain and rips it off earth and flies away carrying a, along with it are people on the mountain like yeah. they, there's a civilization there and they in space lived on this mountain amongst like the caves and the last of them to survive is this guy named starseed mm-hmm. <laughs> i think he thinks he's like this omnipotent being because he's all gold right i think of him as like a like a zeus type or like sure ancient greek and he i don't know how he controls this now but he lands the mountain back on earth and he's pretty much saying like i'm here to like take over the land again like this is my home before any of you yeah return to the homeland um but the like monsters are looking at this thing still dumbfounded when uh morbius he's still like i want his blood yeah gold blood must be good Dude, tasty forget this werewolf and he just pounces on the sky and like all of the the monsters are just like they're just pounding on this star sea guy <laughs> trying to get to him and then um man thing right because he can't really talk he's kind of like just like this almost like Groot character yeah an oaf he like um taps uh ghost rider on the shoulder and ghost rider's like ah <laughs> i didn't even know you were there yeah you can move i thought you were a tree <laughs> right he's so scared that he jumps on his bike and drives away it's funny i think ghost rider is the one that's got his head on his shoulders in this comic he's like right. what are what are the, all these things uh werewolf by night is now <laughs> pounced on starseed and he's like on the ground choking him out morbius is also trying to attack him because he wants the gold blood and ghost rider is like trying to stop the fight almost so he like throws a fireball at morbius to stop him and now morbius thinks he's a, being attacked by ghost rider so he's like chasing him now uh, so much confusing going on um and starseed just sees this fight going on in front of him as the mad thing approaches from behind to get to starseed to touch him and slowly touches him and this causes an effect on starseed because the, his like hand on starseed burns up and catches right. on fire and this is a, a big thing in his lore whoever knows fear shall burn at the man thing's touch mm-hmm. and starseed like faints almost falls back to the ground and as he's like on the ground looking up at the monsters he sees them for what they really are and he sees like um man thing as a human his name is uh ted salas mm-hmm. right he sees uh jack russell uh, we're talking about world by night morbius with his like bowl cut bad luck and then um uh johnny blaze not in the ghost rider form right but they're all looking at him because the gold guy starseed is like he's like dying on the ground yeah he, and it's just weird to see all the monsters like looking down and like oh man oh, this guy's dying because they all get a touch of like they could have returned to their normal self mm-hmm. like they had a touch of it a taste of it but now as this guy's passing they're losing that opportunity right because they attacked him when maybe he was there to help them and he now dies and i think all of them kind of like realize that they were wrong and yeah they just automatically judge this guy even though they're also monsters and being judged yeah yeah and they feel ashamed morbius like flies away man thing disappears back into the woods who knows where werewolf by night goes and we last we see ghost rider and he's so like upset with what happened that he's not even riding his motorcycle he's like pushing it along the highway still as ghost rider it's so funny to leave it like and so the night goes on miles away from a gas station (laughs) 
this is such a weird introduction to this team that the book ends and they're not a team like they go their separate ways it's really just a store to combine all the monster characters together it's kind of a joke like this feels like a joke of an old comic book it's just <laughs> they really put stuff out like this back in the day and i think it's really just a, a big like what what crazy idea could we do let's toss it in here why yeah. not waste an issue when i saw what they're up against this giant gold guy on a gold horse i was like oh this is not a horror book <laughs> it's a legion of monsters i know I wanted it to be kind of spooky, but it was just straight up silly. No, maybe maybe they didn't want to scare off their Marvel Premier fans, but mm. it's just to introduce this group of monsters that are even scared of themselves. Because these monsters, they ha- they've been around, right? It's just a reason to put them all together. Yeah. And it's uh, the weirdest reason, this alien <laughs> Roman character. I'm really curious to see if this guy returns. Starseed? Yeah. They had the whole backstory to this mountain, I guess. It's like a kind of yeah. civilization, but does it really just end here and then we don't see him again i don't know the like, mountain what happens to the mountain <laughs> is it just still in los angeles it could be in the middle of let's go travel to sunset boulevard and we'll see it there <laughs> i yeah it's such a weird book werewolf by night is in it but like he doesn't even talk in it i don't think yeah i think he's too animalistic yeah in this issue ghost rider is definitely more of the the reader's point of view in this yeah because he's trying to reason out and stop the fighting but they're they're monsters they're gonna fight you are also right where ghost rider was kind of lamer a little bit in this yeah. comic you he's know? literally pushing his bike I, I think they make his like motorcycle look like they call this a skull cycle to literally like sell toys. I think yeah, they're just trying to market this guy, give him eyeballs. Um, I really hope we do get to see more monsters in the special. Oh yeah, we know Man Thing is in it, and uh, he does look pretty cool in it. But I'd like to see Ghost Rider. I he's a big character. You know, he sold a lot of comics back in the day. So I'm wondering if this will just leave a taste of that. And um, we mentioned um like some type of Midnight Suns thing. It makes sense with these characters. World by Night, he does seem far off that like he's kind of a side character but for some reason it's getting good reviews so far we haven't seen it yet i feel like uh he is a character that is is known to comic book readers so it makes sense that he would have a special but it could be like a surprise to introduce other characters in it like if, if ghost rider or blade were to appear like that'd be really cool i could believe that or just the entry of vampires mm-hmm. in the marvel universe yeah kind of have it in this ridiculous thing yeah just to, as a joke to, to add it and get more serious later on when we get to blade right so those are um the two issues we're doing today marvel spotlight number two first appearance of werewolf by night and this was marvel premiere number 28 first appearance of the legion of monsters and star seed in the mountain <laughs> uh, let's get into side stories we both watched a movie that I really enjoyed. It's called See How They Run. Oh, okay. I was yeah. trying to think, what are you talking about? <laughs> I forgot. Um, yeah, it's a, a delightful movie. It's about, uh, it's a whodunit movie, right? Mm-hmm. Who done the murder? Yeah. Um, it takes place in the West End of London in the 50s. Right. And it's all centered around this like hit play that's going on. Yeah, which is also a whodunit play. Exactly. It's a play based on uh, Agatha Christie murder book that they mm-hmm. turn into a play. And the whole thing is... In the midst of it, someone gets killed, someone gets murdered. Right. And we have to figure out who done it. And <laughs> there's a, the, we're following the whole thing. It's like a, there's an inspector in, you know, in charge of the whole thing, played by Sam Rockwell. Yes. And then he's got like a sidekick, like new um, apprentice policeman, played by Saoirse Ronan, mm-hmm. uh, which I find delightful. But <laughs> the whole movie, I think it's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's got some uh, like uh, Wes Anderson type vibes bit. to yeah. it. Not so much with the quirky, colorful stuff, but, 
but attitudes are the personalities of people, right? Sure. Um, uh, the whole thing is like there's a specific person that's kind of they got killed off. Like the, the person is people don't really like him. So there's a lot of reasons. Everybody has a motive to kill the guy, right? Yeah. So th there's they're exploring throughout all of London, wondering, talking to all the characters that are involved. Like there's actors involved in the murder. I mean, uh, that are in the play, and there's uh, the production side of the play. I mean, there's I think it's also like there's real people that are like there are characters that are real people in real life. Sure. Uh, Richard Attenborough. Yeah, because they're actors in the play. In the actual play. I, yeah. I don't think this actually happened, but there are people involved in it that are real people. Yeah, like, Agatha Christie's. Agatha Christie, right, the writer. Mm -hmm. um, but so it's like, it's all surrounding this play, the hit play that could possibly be turned into a movie and the the person, what do I, will reveal what I don't, right? Because it, it is yeah, a I don't done. think a lot of people saw it. It wasn't a big movie. Yeah, we went to the theater and there was like two people in the theater. Right. And it was us. <laughs> like, I, I think it was not, I think you guys should go see it. It's really fun and I think, uh, I think it's funny. You'll you'll laugh. It's maybe not a summer blockbuster, but no. it's a, it's just enjoyable. Well, it came out at the end of September, so right. So, so it's definitely not. But I, I'd say it's got some funny jokes in there that you'll you'll chuckle at. You'll be guessing, right? Who, sure. It's not obvious, I think, mm -hmm. but the whole thing. But it is playing with that formula of a classic whodunit, but be because Agatha Christie does like a lot of like it's like um, yeah. I think her books are like have been movies recently. Um, Murder on the Orient Express. Okay, that's a Agatha Christie book and death on the nile so the hercule paro i'm sorry what was that hercule paro <laughs> okay god bless you uh, he's he's a character that agatha christie wrote so it's that format someone dies and we have to figure out who did it and this is playing with that like a reflection on it uh within the actual play of who who did it who's who's got uh who did the murder right so it's playing it's a self-reflection in that way yeah i really enjoyed the movie it's, it's funny they say uh that play it's like how do you you can't adapt that into a movie so the way they did it was it is a play and there's a murder in the reality of that play is that really a real book how yeah, they run so. oh well, not, not like the the play itself oh cannot be adapted into a movie like that it's too intricate or something i see so the way they did that is make a movie about the play surrounding it yeah i didn't know that okay the actual play that's in the movie yeah i see okay <laughs> kind of work around it i didn't know that okay because they they yeah they kind of copy that there's some fourth wall breaking at certain points right just to There's play with the you narrator yeah right the whole thing um but you're following mostly Saoirse Ronan's character and I think she's like the clumsy type of character like mm -hmm. but she happened upon this job as like a police person yeah. police woman in uh in in London back in the day so she's trying to work her way up in in uh the police organization right so she's still got to prove herself so yeah like you said it takes place in London mm -hmm. do you believe Sam Rockwell's British accent oh I I think I do he's like this like raggedy type older character that's just tired of it all so i can believe that sure. out of and his mustache i think hides the accent good his enough mustache hides the accent. yeah yeah i can believe that that mustache is is english if not him uh i didn't fall for it i mean i enjoyed the movie and i i liked it but to me it's just sam rockwell doing a british accent like i maybe would have preferred a real british actor to do it oh yeah as the main like guy yeah but i mean like he didn't do a bad job i just didn't believe he's british i just could tell he's putting on an accent but nonetheless the movie's really good and the his character's really like fun to watch in it i think so yeah yeah the two of them like him being sick of everything yeah and being in over with her this younger person she's really like naive and wide-eyed trying to learn from him where he doesn't really want to teach her anything right she always wants to jump the gun and assume right and like let's take it slow let's take it yeah. slow we'll figure this out i did enjoy all the other characters in it yeah um there's some characters that are like they exaggerated a little bit right yeah i mean some of them are 
thespians. Yeah. So they even no, work. Really funny. They work like that even in their real life. They're the kind of showmen. And it's very stylized. Like it, some scenes don't look uh, necessarily like realistic. Like they exaggerate sets and stuff. Possibly, yeah. But uh, I like it. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's in a play. It's a play in a theater, right? A nice theater. So it's got that London type rich vibe to it. Still throughout the little tidbits there. And, yeah. And exploring London. It's always a fun. But yeah, yeah. Do you like these uh, mystery whodunit things? Because like, like you said, like the other Agatha Christie stories and then the like Knives Out or I don't know if you've seen Clue. I've seen Clue. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. I think Knives Out was a uh, real fun. They're all Americans or most of them right. are at least. So I think maybe this um, murder mystery thing is a trend now. Yeah. Like, I, is it going to be a comic book movies? Uh, Probably not. These are just book movies. Book movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like them. I think they're fun as long as it's keeping me guessing and this whole uh, murder in a uh, mm. uh, story in the story is fun storyception sure yeah a little twist to it if it's not gonna just be amped up um characters like in murder on the orient express right yeah so sure ronan to me fits um the mold of actress that could easily oversaturate the audience like feel like jennifer lawrence was a hit and really great actress but did so many movies in a short span that i got tired of okay and then you could say the same with um maybe brie larson Eddie steinfeld sure yeah but Saoirse Ronan I feel like is not going at that fast of a pace or uh, I'm excited when she has something new and she's good in all of it. I think they're all pretty different characters yeah so I think she's got going, that going for her J-Law Jennifer Lawrence it kind of it's just Jennifer Lawrence right I, I feel like she was Jennifer Lawrence in X-Men <laughs> right as Mystique Blue she was just Jennifer Lawrence yeah she has this like uh, I don't know I don't need a man attitude <laughs> oh, maybe I don't, I don't know about that just me uh, I felt like the audience kept kind of done with it the Red Sparrow thing was I like I just think she did too many movies like she was doing like two a year I agree and but there was a market for her yeah. right Hunger Games that right. started it she's in like two franchises at a time yeah what's so, the best Jennifer Lawrence movie Servalani's playbook uh, I guess that's, that's my favorite thing she's in I can't think of anything I think there's one what? Oh, oh the Hunger Games 2 because that was Hunger pretty Games good too. Hunger Games was it Mockingjay the second okay. movie is actually like a good movie on its own I think I think, I think it the, ends with a cliffhanger no, I wish it just ended there's another book we have to finish. They just <laughs> have to. They never should have uh, cut the sec the third book into two movies. Okay, Dan, that spoiled the disaster for it. But Saoirse Ronan, what was she in? Um, Lady Bird is what really, yeah, I think made me a fan of hers. Yeah, and then I haven't seen she's in Little Women. You've been watching that? I've been watching that, but um, I haven't finished it yet. I've just kind of been okay. slowly watching that every once in a while. But Saoirse Ronan, yeah, I have a crush on her. So I probably what other movies she in? I feel in. like she's in a movie between that and that and this. Um, can't talk about her recent movies but she's been like i think she's like hannah in back in the day oh right hannah yeah she was in this one movie where that was interesting idea she and her i think mother are both vampires that have been living for a while and they're like travelers oh, i never heard about that it, one. it's an okay movie i thought it was just okay. fine i think Gemma arthurton played her mother but they're kind of close in age oh because they're vampires yeah yeah but it, it's kind of like an interview with a vampire type vibe but english more english more english yeah okay. uh yeah i see how they run i feel like unfortunately I don't think it did huge in the box office yeah. but maybe it'll do better in streaming just like any movie nowadays it's uh, maybe not um, I don't think it's possible to have a sequel but I think it's just a fun movie to enjoy I'd recommend it if you just want to pop on a fun movie to curious rather than play a game of Clue yeah I bet if you ask the average person they never even heard of it yeah but it caught my interest so I, I wanted to drag you to watch it yeah I actually wanted to watch it because I wanted air conditioning yeah it was just too hot yeah but I, 
nonetheless, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, yeah. I would recommend. That was See How They Run. I uh, tuned into a show that has been in my periphery for a while. Okay. What's that? And um, I don't think it's good because I haven't heard anybody talking about it. But you've seen it? But I did always want to watch it. It's just not high on my list. But I did finally check out The Terminal List. Oh, yeah. Nobody's talking about nope, this. No, because I don't think it, it's that big. Sure. All right. And it's hard to say. What do you mean? The, oh, the, the name of the show? Yeah. Because it sounds like he is specializes in terminals. Terminal. It sounds like you're like waiting at an airport looking for yeah. the terminal. But what it is, is a list of people he has to kill. The, is that, the terminal list. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. And so it's Chris Pratt. It's Chrissy Pratt. It stars Chris Pratt. And I think that's already a knock against most people. Really? What did this whole turn around with uh, with Chris Pratt as a person? I don't get it. Uh, I think the turn is... Um, is it Anna Faris? Part <laughs> part is religious belief. Um, but honestly, like, get over yourselves. He's a good actor. I am... Uh, I'm, I'm, I think the Amazon stuff is actually souring me to his, his movies, actually. You didn't like a shows. Tomorrow War? Nah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I'll I, keep that in the yesterday. I've seen two episodes so far of yeah. the series, and I like... I usually like these um, shows that Amazon has of, like, this military drama. Like, uh, the Jack Reacher show. Yeah. The Jack Ryan show. What's it? What's Chris Pratt's character name? Jack uh, Terminal? Jack Terminal. I don't know what his character's name in it. But, um, essentially, it's Punisher, but, like, a bigger government cover-up. Okay. Shadier? It's like, it's like Punisher meets Born Identity. Okay. More, okay. I see what you're saying. It leans more on the military side than, like, comic yeah. book vibe. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, he is a, a, a Navy SEAL or something like that. And, uh... <laughs> he's a Navy SEAL or something like that? Something like that. And there's an operation that goes south, and his whole team gets killed. Okay. And, uh, he then learns that maybe it was a setup by the government to cover up some other stuff. Wow, really? And um, and then there's an element of it like he might be going crazy because he has memories that no one else can corroborate and maybe there's evidence to prove otherwise. Because his whole team got wiped out, right? Yeah, and uh, and there there's like recordings of him during the operation that he doesn't remember saying. What? Okay. Yeah. He, okay. And then there's um, times where he met up with people and then the next day that person is dead and they said he's been dead for a couple of days and even though he just met him talked to him the day before but it does make sense yeah so there's definitely cover-up and as the audience it's like is it really a cover-up or is he really crazy that's what i was gonna ask well, how, how do you as a audience member think about it do you think he is crazy or no i i i, I want to believe there's a cover-up because then otherwise it's a boring show otherwise it's just him being going crazy <laughs> yeah. how boring is that uh i uh i like the action in it and even though there's only two episodes like there's a lot of action already yeah it's a military some uh, deep yeah. operations going on uh, his, i don't want to spoil too much but like he's on a revenge tour wow and um, he's getting that revenge wow and then another reason I like the show is there's another actor in it who I think Hollywood has turned their back on but I like everything they're in kind of. who's that uh, Taylor Kitsch oh, Taylor Kitsch is in it yeah um, John Carpenter that was it <laughs> Um, I liked him in True Detective. Sure. I liked him in Friday Night Lights. I never watched that. Even though I heard the movie? The show. Okay. Uh, and then um, there's a movie called American Assassin. Oh, he's in that? He actually plays a bad guy. With uh, That's the movie with Michael Keaton? Yeah. Okay. I like that movie too. Never seen that one, gotta say. But um, in this, he plays a guy that I think is like ex-Navy SEAL and buddies with Chris Pratt or something like that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's the only one Chris Pratt can like trust and turn to. And lean on. Yeah, to help him. Does he believe him? Revenge 
origin story. Yeah, he believes. Wow. Yeah. Because it's like far-fetched to believe that like, oh, every, everything's being covered up. But he is also like, uh, kind of doesn't trust the government himself. Kind of. Okay. That's Taylor, why he's ex. Is, is Taylor Kitsch kind of sketchy too? Is he like- Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Could he possibly also be oh, mental? Be, um, I don't know. I've only seen two episodes. Okay. <laughs> but that would be an interesting twist. Maybe I'll finish the show. Okay, maybe. I don't think it's a great show. Is it a good show? I think it's a good show. Okay. And it, it, I haven't finished it, so it could end up being great, but just as much could end up being bad. Is uh, is Chris Pratt's acting in it like good enough compared to his other stuff? It's, it does not seem like a comedy. It's so not a comedy. There's not. He can't lean on that. It's uh, close. Yeah, it's not a Parks and Rec or a Star Lord kind of character. Right. It's closer to um, I forgot his name. Jurassic but Park. Jurassic Park character. What's his name in Jurassic Park? Do you know like that? Owen. Oh yeah. Owen. I don't know the last name, but um, you know me. <laughs> it's closer to that. He's more serious. Definitely more um unstable because there's scenes of him like freaking out freaking out getting headaches flashbacks and there's cool effects of him like in a regular apartment and he turns and it's like a flashback trauma of him back in a war zone and oh. it's like a seamless kind of effect transition uh ptsd type yeah visions so the visual effects in the show is, is pretty good really okay yeah is it i remember you watching it and i saw it on screen it looked pretty like visually kind of dark like yeah in shadows a lot I, that was well, a little bit of a complaint for me like it this show is too dark i can't yeah. see what's going on they i'll do all their operations at night don't we have some time in the day to day like can you put on some goggles or do that yeah will that be on on screen i don't know but then there's things where like um he finds a clue that leads him to uh to figure out who done it (laughs) figure out trying to who done it who killed him and then when he reaches that person to get his revenge that clue doesn't line up anymore and it's like do i still do this i don't know what to do it doesn't line up what this is just in the second episode already yeah so it's an interesting show just like um board identity he's on his own trying to figure out what's going on and just like punisher it's a whole military conspiracy wow okay okay i think i think he needs some help he needs to get just ronan on the case oh really yeah. i was gonna say he needs charlie cox charlie cox <laughs> to defend him in the court date i'm like okay <laughs> get him on there um yeah if you haven't seen it it's been out for a while i think all the episodes are already released it's on amazon prime the terminal list it's hard to say the whole sentence. enunciate well okay terminal list i'm gonna skip i'm just gonna say no uh, you should watch it i, I don't think it's for me i'm I gonna watch your thing <laughs> I'll skip this guide or not. I, I can't. I don't believe in Chris Pratt on Amazon Prime specifically. <laughs> Any other streaming service. Any other streaming service. I love him on Peacock. Right. He's fine there. I think he's, I think he's got a movie deal, right, with Amazon. It sounds like if he's a movie and TV show, right? Maybe. He's, he's returning. Yeah. I think, I think what follows up, I think I'm still not going to be my vibe. Even in um, Tomorrow War, he's kind of funny. Yeah, I guess so. This one, he's not. Can't do it. It's, yeah. I mean, it's sci-fi. Yeah. He's Burt Macklin. <laughs> Uh, yeah well that's all I have for a uh, thing I'm going to finish it I'll, I'll bring it up maybe next week okay let me know if, if I really do have to give it a, a college try I'm just going to say it's great so you have to watch it dang <laughs> I don't know I don't know about that one um, yeah you guys should watch it also watch um, see how they run and also don't forget to subscribe to the reader copy podcast we're in the middle of our horror month we're doing a bunch of horror comics throughout October you don't want to miss any episodes yeah you guys want to stay tuned what spooky comic are we going to pick up next week and you can find us also along on Instagram on Facebook and Twitter we're at the Reader Copy Podcast join us there guys thank you for tuning in we'll be back next week um, we're still recapping She-Hulk on Monday so you won't want to miss it until then Daniel can you hit him with the outro if you like what we had to say about the books pick it up and read your copy bye bye <laughs>